the twenty-ninth day of the month. In hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Romans 8, verses 24 through 25. For through the Spirit, by faith, we eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. Galatians 5, 5. Today we consider the hope eternal. The church that carefully reads its New Testament always looks toward the future. Indeed, we believe that what we hope for in the future should shape how we live in the present. Otherwise, why do we say continually, and on the authority of Jesus, your will be done on earth as in heaven? Our hope for heaven is neither wishful thinking nor delusion. It is the firm conviction that in spite of all the evils that beset us, God is in charge. And in the end, the triumph of God will be made clear, and we will share in its glory. Meanwhile, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church is to live out on earth the hope to which it clings. Thus, insofar as possible, the church is to love the world in the same way that God so loved the world. To do so is to avoid two dangerous extremes, dreading the future as a time of terror on the one hand, and on the other, yearning so much for a better future that the present seems oppressive. Our hope eternal is characterized neither by fear nor by escapism. It is founded on the rock of divine goodness and faithfulness that undergirds both the transient life of this world and unending life in the nearer presence of God hereafter. Opening Prayer Grant to me, gracious God, and to all of my sisters and brothers in Christ so strong a sense of your steadfast love that we may see in what you promise us both a firm hope for the future and a pattern of life we can follow in the present. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Psalm 46 God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. We stand fearless at the cliff edge of doom, courageous in sea storm and earthquake, before the rush and roar of oceans, the tremors that shift mountains. Jacob, wrestling God, fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. River fountains splash joy, cooling God's city, this sacred haunt of the Most High. God lives here. The streets are safe. God at your service from crack of dawn. Godless nations rant and rave. Kings and kingdoms threaten. But earth does anything he says. Jacob, wrestling God, fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. Attention all, see the marvels of God. He plants flowers and trees all over the earth, bans war from pole to pole, breaks all the weapons across his knee. Step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God, above politics, above everything. Jacob, wrestling God, fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. From the book of Job, selected verses from chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Then Job answered, Oh, that my grief were actually weighed and laid in the balances together with my calamity, for then it would be heavier than the sand of the seas. Therefore my words have been rash, for the arrows of the Almighty are within me. Their poison my spirit drinks. The terrors of God are arrayed against me. And then verses 8 through 15. 
Oh, that my request might come to pass and that God would grant my longing. Would that God were willing to crush me, that he would lose his hand and cut me off. But it is still my consolation, and I rejoice in unsparing pain, that I have not denied the words of the Holy One. What is my strength that I should wait? And what is my end that I should endure? Is my strength the strength of stones, or is my flesh bronze? Is it that my help is not within me, and that deliverance is driven from me? For the despairing man there should be kindness from his friend, so that he does not forsake the fear of the Almighty. My brothers have acted deceitfully, like a wadi, like the torrents of wadis which vanish. And then finally, verse 21. Indeed, you have now become such. You see a terror and are afraid. From the book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 32 through 43. Now as Peter was traveling through all these regions, he came down also to the saints who lived at Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden eight years, for he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. Immediately he got up, and all who lived at Lydda and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. Now in Joppa there was a disciple named Tabitha, which translated in Greek is called Dorcas. This woman was abounding with deeds of kindness and charity, which she continually did. And it happened at that time that she fell sick and died. And when they had washed her body, they laid it in an upper room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, having heard that Peter was there, sent two men to him, imploring him, Do not delay in coming to us. So Peter arose and went with them. When he arrived, they brought him into the upper room, and all the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing all the tunics and garments that Dorcas used to make while she was with them. But Peter sent them all out, and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up, and calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive. It became known all over Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. And Peter stayed many days in Joppa with a tamar named Simon. From the Gospel according to John, chapter 6, verses 60 through 71. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a difficult statement. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, conscious that his disciples grumbled at this, said to them, Does this cause you to stumble? What then if you see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were and who did not believe, and who it was that would betray him. And he was saying, For this reason I have said to you, that no one can come to me unless it has been granted him from the Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples withdrew and were not walking with him any more. So Jesus said to the twelve, You do not want to go away also, do you? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have words of eternal life. We have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered them, Did I myself not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is a devil. Now, he meant Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, 
lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness, offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer titled, A Prayer for Tolerance. Lord, help me to know the most lovable quality I can possess is tolerance, is the vision that enables me to see things from another's viewpoint. It is the generosity that concedes to others the right to their own opinions and their own peculiarities. It is the bigness that enables me to let people be happy in their own way instead of my way. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.